Amen. God is worthy to be praised. A song says, Lord, I lift you up. Amen. Yeah, that's what he said. Amen. Amen. The Lord said, the song said, Lord, I lift you up. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, get ready for some words this morning. Yeah, get ready for some words. Let me get my little spill in. I won't be before you. <laughs> Five hours. <laughs> I, I, I really promise I won't be before you long. Uh, I'm just going to come in and give you a couple hours of, of word, and we're going to be out of here. We're going to be able to go home and get some. Some, I heard somebody said he's cooking some neck bones and potato. Oh, man. Oh, maybe you want me to tell about that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm excited for the word of God that's going to come that the Lord has given me today. Um, um, I have a, a video that I'm, I got a short video that I want to show. Uh, thank you for pulling it up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, this video, the, the word that the Lord has given me this morning, I, you know, during this time, and it was already mentioned, I don't know about y'all, but you know, you ever go to a point where sometimes you just feel like you just want to say, chuck it on me and say, I give up. You know, I mean, even if it's for a brief moment, you know, you ever go to that point, you get to that point in, in, in a situation or in your life or in a a circumstance you say. Now I'm not talking about giving up, just giving up life, period, but I'm just saying giving up. Where you just want to kind of go into a room and shut yourself in there and just don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to hear nobody. Even when somebody comes and says, well, the Lord's going to take care of you. Sometimes you don't even want to hear that. That's the point of time when I'm talking, you know, when you say, I want to give up. And during this time, this pandemic time, during this time when we have to stay at home, during this time when we have to practice our, uh, the, what they call social distancing. <laughs> I always have a time saying that word. But this time, when, you know, when we have to wear the face masks and the gloves and, and all these things. But what's getting to me, family, and, I, and, and then I want to uh, get into the word. And, um, I want you to watch this video and then we'll get into the word. And I, um, I'm excited about the word, but I, I, I want to get my point across before we get into this. But I, I, can I just be honest? I'm, I'm getting one of the part of, you know that's kind of getting to me is that well, all and I said this a little bit earlier. When all I hear yes. is the negative part oh, of all this, it's like nobody. It's, it's almost like we're being. Especially when I hear people say, I love the Lord. Or especially when I hear people say that Jesus is my shepherd. Yes. Especially when I say when people say Jesus is my author to finish in my faith. We go through these things. There is nothing. Life is full on, of man. trials on, and tribulations. Life is full of situations that's going to come with life. Now, you know, um, one thing and another thing that was kind of like, what gets me is when I hear people say that they love the Lord, that they, they love God, and all this, but then they get, they, they, they start talking about other people, and they start, you know, down, you know um, criticizing other people. This is not the time to be criticizing somebody else. This is not the time to be criticizing anybody 
when we're going through this time. This is the time that we become united as people. Everybody don't make the same, everybody probably don't make the right decisions and things like that. Everybody probably don't feel like certain people do. But the, when it's all said and done, God is to be, God is in control. Come on, Pastor. This is not happen. What kind of God would we serve if we would think that he didn't know about this before we even happened? That's a good time I've seen. Now let's keep it, you know, and, and you know, part of the things that they said, you know, there's those, uh, man, my heart goes out to the, to the families who yeah. lost their loved ones and stuff. But you know, when you when you think about that, you know, think about, you know, the, some of those, um, when you, when you do a little bit of research on this, or you're looking at and get the actual thing, there's also underlying uh, medical issues that, that people have these issues too. And, um, but then the other thing is like, we hear so many so many deaths. When you start hearing about death, 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 you start getting discouraged. And, you know, and there's some people that's already borderline and thinks that they don't want to live. There's some people that's probably contemplating committing suicide, and then all you hear is about death. Then the first thing they say, well, if all this is about death, why do I need to live anymore? Somebody help me here. Come on, God, help me out here. So I said, you know, it, you know, yes, people have lost their lives. Family members have lost. But just as, but there's not more who have came through who was, on, who was in, in comas. Who were, Open up a prayer. Um, I want to say this. I want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of uh, us. Take those, uh, take this opportunity, excuse me, to thank those who are joining us online, for those who are, are part of the True Faith, True Faith Worship Ministry family from different states, and, uh, from Missouri, Texas, and um, different areas across the across the, the nation. They, um, I get, I, I see a lot of comments and and you know encouraging words. And I want to say thank God for you, thank God for those individuals. Because you could have been listening to anybody this morning. Because there's churches that have online services all across the station. But, you know, but you stopped here and I want to take the opportunity. I'd be remiss not to say thank you. But I would also be remiss not to say thank you to my true faith worship ministry for sticking with sticking with me. Church, you know, 
Put it for me. Let me get on my soapbox. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we go to church, don't need that. We gotta be all somber. That's true. We gotta be all sad faces. We gotta do all this thing. And we gotta, you know, we ain't always gotta be so serious. And you know, like God gonna come down and strike us. And, you know, strike us. And the only thing I'll be left in my tennis shoes. Because if that's the case. I have tennis shoes all over the place. The Lord's been on struck me on many a time. <laughs> but you know, there's times we can come in and like we talked about on Tuesday on what does the Bible say by joy. There is joy when you come into the presence of the Lord. There's joy when you think about the Lord. There's joy when you think about what he's done for you. You should always have joy. And then there's times we do need to come in we do need to be serious like we was on Resurrection Sunday. All right, so with that being said, um, let me go ahead and open up a prayer, and then I'm going to ask you to key in the video on that for me. Gracious Heavenly Father, as we prepare to go before you this morning, Lord, Lord, we know that all things work for the good of you, for those who love you, Lord. Lord, we come to lift you up this morning, Lord. We come to magnify you this morning, Lord. We come to ask you to let your will be done in this service and in service across this nation today, Lord. Lord, we ask you, Father, that as we come in under the sound of my voice and for those in prayer, Lord, Lord, yes, that you will bless those who are in hospitals right now, yes, Lord. Lord. We ask you to bless those who lost their lives, I mean, who lost loved ones, Lord. Lord, we ask you, Father, that you continue to give them the peace of mind you, that Lord. they seek can only come from you, Lord. Yes. Lord, we don't always have the wise, Lord, but all along as we have the who and all yes. things, Father, we can make it, we can make it through, Lord. We ask you to bless the, the songs that were sung, Lord, the words that were spoken, Lord. Yes. And Lord, as I submit myself under the rule of you, under your holy hands, Lord, use me as your vessel, Father. Yes, Lord. Lord, let, you, let, me, let me become nothing but you, Lord. When people see me, Father, they don't see me, but they Thank see the you. spirit of you who dwells in each and every one of us, Lord. Yes. So, Lord, I said, I submit myself, and I said, Lord, let the words that come out of this mouth be the words that you put there, Lord. Yes, and Lord, let everybody who have here, let them hear what the word is saying. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. All right, so I'm going to ask this. I keep my message today. I, want, I got a short video. Hold on a second. Uh, I got a short video that I want you to watch. Um, I was thinking about it. I happened to run across this video. And as I ran across it, man, it began, I, you know, this is how the Lord began to speak to me and tell me. See, sometimes you get a message from some of the most absolute, you know, just things you wouldn't ever think about. But uh, let you watch. It's about a minute, a little over a minute, so long, uh, about a minute, actually one minute. And then I'm going to get into the Word. All right, go ahead and keep it. Hey, check it out.
Just the stick out of it. Okay, give me another one. The shell. Okay, just pick up it. Well, uh, no, yeah, that's one. That's it. No, go back. No, on the side. Come on, <laughs> Come on, Come on, Come on, Come Right there, right there. Yeah, just pick them up. Okay. There we go, I got it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, good. Let's give a hand to our tech guy. <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, if you notice through that, through that, through that video, um, I, well, I was sitting there when I ran across this video, and I looked at it. Uh, and, and I was, I was excited. Hold on. I was excited. No, just leave that. The music is still playing. Oh, okay. But I was excited about it. Um, I was excited about it because when I when I saw the video, and if you watch the video, the uh, when you watch the video, excuse me, let me get you. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I got too far ahead of myself. Okay, there you go. All right. Anyway, let me get back. Sorry about that. A little technical difficulty there. But um, as, you, as you watch that video, and you notice that video, that they would take you down the signs. They had took down the signs, and there was nobody there. Um, they were done, because apparently, the prior, before that, before the gentleman was running across the finish line, they, um, they had a marathon run. And this is it, so, and this is, and I, I, was, I was so encouraged by that video, because it, it, was, it was, it fit right into the time that what we're dealing with right now. And so if you notice through the video, the gentleman was running his knees, was, um, everybody was done. His knees was bloody. He was tired. You know, he he, he had ran. I don't know how I don't know how long the marathon. Most marathons were what for me, what from five miles to twenty-six miles or something like that. <clears throat> and so he ran. And as he got there, what what really got my uh, two a couple of things I'm, I wanted to point out in the video and not getting too to my word um, was that that he didn't stop. He pushed on, even though there was nobody else around. Um, we don't know how long. Apparently, the, the race had been over for a while. If they take him down, everything, everybody has gone. But without him seeing the end, come on, somebody, come on, Lord. Without him seeing the end, the finish line, he didn't stop. He kept on pushing forward. He was, he was determined to finish the race. Even though there was nobody there to clap him on, there was nobody to tell him that he could make it. He kept the vision, he kept the, the finish line in front of him, even though he couldn't see it physically. Mentally, in his mind, he saw the finish line. Come on, somebody got, I hope you have vision, I'm trying to paint yes. for you. And he kept the vision, he kept the vision, he kept the vision, which made him, even though he could not run, he, he, he walked. And he was running in his only way, he was running towards the finish line. But what really got me is when he got towards the finish line, when he got to the end when he thought that he would see the finish line. The finish line already had been taken down, but he was not ready to quit. He kept on going. But what got me was the guys that was working there was taking a sign 
down when they look back and they say, what is this? Yeah. You know, and they and, and they started, you know, they said, they went up and let's put the sign back up, you know, because they couldn't figure out what this guy was doing. The race is over with. Yeah. How many times in this life right now, people are telling us in this time, it's telling it's already over with. It's a done deal. The race is not over with. Keep running, keep going, moving toward the finish line. And so they went and they put the finish line back up. So when you put the finish line back up, I love this part too. This is what we as the church, we as the body of Christ, not just through faith, worship, ministry, but across this nation, we need to be the one they start clapping. Right. And you know, they, people are wondering, why are they clapping? Ain't nobody else, there's nobody else around. He's the only one. They clapping because of his determination. Determination to make it across the finish line. They were clapping because he could have gave up a long time ago. He could have gave up when the first time this pandemic came on. We could all gave up. But now, no, we can't give up. But you know, when they was doing that, and they started clapping, and they started, and they started clapping, everybody started, started giving him the hands and giving them to come on. And, 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 and you know, and I love it, they put the finish line back up. So what he couldn't see physically, he, he began, he, excuse me, I got excited, I'm getting excited. Let me calm down. In Jesus' name. <laughs> but uh, what he couldn't see physically, he began to see physically because why? Because he didn't stop. He didn't give up. He kept running when there was nobody else around to tell you that you can't make it or you're going to make it. He kept going because he determined in his heart that I will not give up. I will not stop. I will not, I'm determined in my mind as long as God is sitting in heaven, I'm going to make it. And as he got through the he made it across the finish line. Yes, he fell down. That would be me. And I would love to. If I, you know, I would love to say that I would have the determination. I don't know because I was not there. But many of us probably would have gave up a long time ago at mile one or maybe mile two. Me, I would have caught Uber. But <laughs> after mile one, after mile. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. <laughs> They get off of half way. <laughs> but to get back on the serious side of this, he didn't give up. Family, I'm here to tell you, for those everybody on the side of my voice, this is something I'm to tell you. Don't give up. So um, the title, the, the thought, what I gave through there, and I love the song with this, you know, and everybody was standing. It wasn't only about what, maybe five or six people that was there at the finish line. So I'm here to tell you, you don't need a gang of people. You don't need a gang of people. If you got a few people that support you no matter what, give, give God all the praise, honor, and glory. Sometimes, you know, especially with social media, we, we determine how things go because how many likes and views and all these things like that. There's sometimes we post videos and stuff, we may not get no more than 25 views. I don't care. They heard the word. They heard the word. <laughs> you, can't, you can't undo what you heard. <laughs> You know, at least 25 heard the word. They'll tell somebody, you know what I heard? I've seen this fool over there, this gentleman over there, <laughs> on there talking about this. And so curiosity will get you to go and look at them. <laughs> so anyway, I want to come to the, the thought that the Lord gave me in this was, now you want to give up? Don't give up now. That's my title. That's the thought. Now you want to give up. How many of us felt like we wanted to give up? There's many people that we probably don't even know did give up. There's people right now thinking about giving up. 
And this, but, but, but then there's people who say they know the Lord, uh, but then we heard of him. We really don't have a relationship with him. Those are people who say, well, so, so my thought is, now, you, you see the way I said it, because I'm saying like, I'm not, like baffled. After all the Lord has brought you through, after when you look back over your life and see what God has done for you, how he sustained to you, you know, and how he kept you, even when you didn't have nothing, even when things looked bad, how he kept you. So that's why I'm saying, now you want to give up because of this? Now you want to give up? Don't give up now. That's the second part of the message. So this is probably going to be a two-part um, message. I'll probably finish up a, 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 the second half on next Sunday. But while, okay, so that's my title. Now you want to give up. Don't give up now. And so let me, in case you, case you can't remember. Uh-oh. Let me get the scripture first. Hey, hey. There's something about technology is all right, isn't it? What it works. So if you turn your Bibles to Philippians, the third chapter, Bibles, electronic devices, tablets, whatever you may have, the dirty word of God. In your mind, if you can quote it, quote it. <laughs> For those that are sound up West following us online, turn your Bibles, follow me on this one. This is uh, I want you to see what, what, what Paul is saying here. Philippians 3, starting at verse 12. Philippians 3, starting at verse 12. We're going to end with 16. I'm reading the New King James Version. Philippians 3, starting now, chapter 3, verse 12. When you have it, said, Pastor, I ain't giving up. Even online. If you got it online, if you get it, when you got it, type in there, Pastor, I ain't giving up. <laughs> Amen. So let me read it for your hearing. And here we go. Philippians 3, verse 12. Starting with verse 12. And it says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Verse 13 says, Brethren, brothers, Sisters, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. You hear what I said? Forgetting those things which are behind. Don't keep looking back. And reaching forward to those things which are ahead. That's what that gentleman, that gentleman was doing. He wasn't thinking about what was behind him. He all he could see what was Pressing, he kept pressing on towards the mark, what was in front of him. The, vision, the finish line that he could not see. I press toward the goal, the prize of the upward call. Not downward, not vertical. Your call, your call doesn't come this way, but comes from that way. It comes from there, down to you. Of God in Christ Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Therefore, let us, as many as we are, as are mature, it's time for us to grow up just a little bit, and have this mind, that, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. That's why a lot of times you hear me say God is in control. When you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he will open up your eyes to see things that other people may not see. And there's some things that the Lord will allow you to see that even if you go try to kill somebody, 
they're thinking trying to be spooky spiritual and all these kind of things and all you know what I'm saying? But you know, God would never give you nothing that his word could not back up. And verse 16, 16 says, nevertheless, nevertheless, nevertheless is like to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule and let us be of the same mind. This is the word of God for the people of God during this time of praise and worship. Amen and amen. So this is a, now you want to give up, don't give up now. You know, as I was saying earlier, family, and it was watched that, that video, and I, and I love this because many times I, I come to realize that some of, some of us, or most of us, are, are, are might be thinking, currently thinking, <laughs> that I'm done with this whole issue that we're currently dealing with. I don't know about y'all, but that ran across my mind a couple of times. I'm just done with this whole issue. I'm done with hearing all this. I'm done. I don't turn the TV on. I don't even listen to the news. I just keep myself updated because I have to because it's the church. So there's certain times like this, but I look at both sides of it so I, I can get a, a, a balanced um, mindset, a balanced uh, report as I hear some of these people say, that, you know, CNN talking about they give, the, they give a balanced report. No, they don't. And neither does any of these other news media because of ratings, because of things and stuff. People don't even think about that, you know. What, what, what draws people to TV? It wouldn't be the good news, it'd be the bad news. I mean, more people watch TV because somebody got killed or death or something than they would with somebody saying, oh, life, 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 good, good, good. I mean, come on now. I'm just saying, this. I'm just using common sense in it. So, and so I was saying, wow, man. Uh, but I know that even now, even on the sound of my voice, somebody, you know, I said earlier, so some of us might be thinking, I want to give up. I want to give up. I'm, I'm done. I want to give up. And I'm going to tell you, now you want to give up? Don't give up, man. Don't give up now. God didn't bring you back, he didn't bring you this far to leave you by yourself. You're not here by yourself. You're not here by yourself. Don't give up now. Because I tell you, with every darkness, there is a light. As you know, when we first started this service, this light was known. There was total darkness. <laughs> there were signals being given to turn on the light. It's like a mini sun right now. I'm kind of burning up. <laughs> so, with every darkness, there is some light. Can you kind of turn that up a little bit? <laughs> no, I'm Amen. So, anyway. <laughs> So with every direction, there is a light. And so I'm going to tell you, just don't give up. Don't give up. Don't, don't let what you hear. Don't let your current situation, don't let life. Oh, my God. God, the Lord didn't blow into Adam to give life so that we can just give up. You understand what I'm saying? Life ain't made for you to give up. Life is made for you to endure. I would love to tell you, you know, I mean, <laughs> Oh my God, this life gonna be just so fantastic. People gonna love you. They gonna they gonna say nice things about you. They gonna hug on you. I mean, you think like, bro, right now we can't even hug. We can't even fly up. You know, we can't even high five. We gotta high five six feet away. You <laughs> catch it. Air five. Yeah, air five. Yeah. Nike didn't develop that one. <laughs> 
But I'm here to tell you, said, we got to win this race. Life is a marathon. It's, it's a marathon run. It, it is. It truly is. When you think about it, life is a marathon run. Um, just like that, that video we saw. When we, when we start life from the day that you go into the age of accountability, your life marathon begins. Why you with your parents, it doesn't matter. Because they're taking care of everything. See, mom, daddy putting, putting bread and, and you know, meat on the table. But life, your life marathon, well, let me, tell, let me, let me, let me kind of digress just a little bit. There is some life marathons that you do within school. Because there's some good kids, school kids, even when I was growing up, and, and you know, back, you know, 25, 26 years ago, when I was <laughs> in college, in college <laughs> kids can be mean. They can be hateful. Especially now in today's generation, they're really mean with social media and social uh, uh, music. music and what is it, uh, cyber bullying and all these things. You know, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. But anyway, getting back to my point. You begin your life marathon when you, when you actually, when you have to get out and you have to deal with life issues. Um, a lot of times we don't see what our parents go through because they, they, they don't want us to see what they have to do. They don't want us to know everything that they have to do in order to keep bread on the table, food on the table, lights turned on, uh, you know, buying school clothes and all these things. Life is a marathon run. And then you begin to realize that when you, when you get out on your own and, and you, then you get your kids and your children, and then you find out who your true friends are, who your real family is, and all these things. I'm, can I just keep it real? Amen. Can it be hot? Yes. Can it be hot? Honest, open, and transparent. That's it. Um, and you know, so this is this is like marathon. And even even in this time, in this pandemic time, when we're going through this situation, you got to press on towards the mark. You got to press on to the high calling. You can't give up. You can't stop running. If you can't run, just walk. You know, you know, you can't walk, skip. And you, you now and then, you know, crawl for a little bit. But get back up and keep moving forward to the to the to the finish line. To the finish line that the Lord has put before you. Life is a, and life is full of seasons. And every season has a purpose. Just like there's four seasons in, in the nature, in, in, in the world. There's what is there? Winter, spring, summer. And fall. And every season has a different purpose. If you think about that, every season, winter has a purpose. You freeze. <laughs> you get cold. It has a purpose. Okay? And then you got spring. And, and, and you know, and it's amazing because during these four seasons, life, you know, they keep going around. They go around. They don't stop. You don't say winter, summer, winter, spring, summer, fall, then period, stop. No, it goes back fall, it goes back winter, spring, summer, fall. This is life. This is life. Yes. It's a continuous circle. It's a continuous circle. And every season got a reason. It's wintertime, you got to put a jacket on, a hat on. You can't do things. Fall, uh, springtime, things begin, life begins to show up. You know, the, the birds start chirping and, you know, all these little things, you know, ants and and all these kind of things, sun begins to pop out. But we've been blessed here in Colorado because we used to have somewhere I think like 300, almost 300 days, 300 days of sunshine, more than any state uh, in this in this country. So we've been really blessed here in Colorado. 
But then you got you got spring, okay? Spring, you know, things begin, life begins to re, re, reemerge again. Then you got summer. Summer, you get to walk around, you know, with your, you know, t-shirts and, you know, shorts and things like that. You got a convertible, you get to ride with your convertible, let your hair blow. You ain't got no hair, buy some and put it on. And then go. <laughs> <laughs> it's still your hair, you bought it. It's your hair. <laughs> Shake it, yeah. Let it blow. Then you got the summer. So summertime, you know, it, what was that? God bless <laughs> But uh, summertime, so as, as I move it, but you, you get my point, you get the picture I'm saying, every season has a, it has a time. It has a beginning and it has an end. You don't stay in one season. You have to endure. So any summer ends, then it moves to, to fall. And, and then, then it goes, falls, goes in, it ends, and it moves back to winter. This is life. We have to stay in the marathon of running. We have to stay in the midst of that. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. It all begins again. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a rotating circle. It's like a merry-go-round. You know, sometimes you get dizzy, you fall out. You ever do that when these kids get on the merry-go-round and go around and get dizzy and fall out and then you get <laughs> you know, you go around the merry-go-round, you know, the old merry-go-round. Do they have merry-go-rounds? No, they don't. No. Anyway, they do it up virtually now. Virtual <laughs> 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 merry-go-round. But you know, you get up and you get up the merry-go-round and you get dizzy and you walk around and say, how long you can stand? Yeah. You wobbling. That's probably where the wobble came from. Wobble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so seasons come, seasons go, just like life. Every day comes, every day goes. You live the, today, after, after, after 12 o'clock, but the next day, this day is gone. We're going to another day. So you endure life each day by day. So, you know, we, a lot of times we, we get caught up in yesterday, we get stuck in yesterday. Well, we're still not in, you know, we, we don't left winter. We're, we're, we're already in spring, just like in life. Yesterday is already gone. The only thing you can do is, is, is deal with today. What life gives you for today. You got to keep moving forward. You got to press on to the goal. Second Timothy 4 tells us this. I mean, no. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Second Timothy 4, 1 through um, 6 tells us this. I'm going to read this. It says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready now. Let me tell you something. You don't have to be a minister to preach the word. You don't have to be ordained. You don't have to have a title to preach the word. You become God's living vessel. The minute that you accept Him, the minute that you allow Him to enter into your life, you become His living Bible. You become His living testimony. You become His living witness. You don't have to have be able to have a title be called a pastor to preach the word. When you can go back, you know what the word is? You say, well, pastor, I don't know what it is. I, I wasn't called to do it. No, no, I'm not saying being called. I'm not saying being called, but I'm not saying you can't share your life testimony. There's nothing more stronger than your testimony. What God brought you through, what he did for you. Because you'd be, you'd be amazed. If you've been through something, you think, well, I'm the only one going through this. Well, I bet it's a difference. I guarantee you that if you share your testimony with somebody else, 
Somebody else is going through the same thing that you're going through. But the good thing about you being, oh my God, the good thing about you being the living testimony, you can go to them and say, look, I've been there where you was. I've been homeless. I've been hungry. I've been this. I've been that. But I made it through. I had this person. I had this one. But God kept me in the midst of all that. So if he did it for me, he can do it for you. You understand what I'm saying? Preach the word. In season. Out season. Whatever. Always have a testimony. A lot of times we take this and we talk to them and they refer to preachers. But I'm telling you right now, you can become a minister of the word. You don't have to, you don't have to have a title. Just have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. Uh, convince, it says, preach the word, be ready in season, out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Well, that, that this basically that's dealing with us as preachers, as ministers of the word. Sometimes we have to come out and we do have to convince, you know, that God is good, which is right now, you know, I'm finding it amazing. I'm seeing some posts by church people who are, <laughs> sometimes we can allow certain situations overtake us, fear overtake us to work. We say that we care about other people, but we never show it. We get caught up into self-preservation, if you understand. It becomes all about me. I don't want this to do stuff. So just kind of be mindful of that. Excuse me. Convince, rebuke, exhort. As pastors, we do have to rebuke sometimes when things are being said. When things are, you know, something that goes against the word of God. It, it is our job, not as a pastor, but primarily as a pastor, but as any minister, even as you, as a minister of, of, of the Lord. To be able to, and, and to say, if you know that somebody's saying something that is not right and, and it doesn't honor the word of God, you have a right to say, I don't believe that, and that doesn't sound right. Show me in your Bible. As a matter of fact, let me, let's, here's my Bible right here. Show me in my Bible because I don't know where your Bible came from. <laughs> <laughs> With all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they, uh, here we go. For the time will come, like now, where they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have not, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves their own teachers. Sometimes, you know, we, there's, you know, so how can I explain this in another way? You ever, you know, there's some people who, who do things and say, well, the Lord told me this. Well, God said this. God said that. And so then you're thinking, well, what kind, you know, if the Lord is only telling you to do things for yourself, just mm -hmm. for you? <laughs> I mean, is it just me? Huh? Ah. I'd be looking like, what? <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> So they have this needs and then they heap up for themselves as teachers. And then uh, and they will they will turn the ears away from the truth and be turned from aside to fables. You can kind of see where sometimes for some of the things I've heard now, somebody somebody uh, sent a uh, sent me a text talking about there's a there's a um, a oil now that you can put on yourself to cure to cure to cure. The coronavirus and oil. <laughs> you see my face. <laughs> and oil. 
<laughs> now they're saying, um, you know, they're, they're saying you take vitamin D, fables. People turn from the truth. And you know, there's people out there trying that stuff. Trying to stuff. Exactly. Then you got the, the, the leader of a nation talking about trying to show that have not been confirmed or tested. And people listen to politicians. Trying to be careful, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> people listen to other people, you know, who in authority. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, people in authority, somebody in authority can come out and tell you. Now, here's the thing about it. They come out and tell you, I got a bridge in Brooklyn, and if you go there, jump off of it, you won't die. How many of you gonna go do that? First of all, you gotta get to Brooklyn. First, you gotta know where the bridge is. If you've never been there, you gotta ask the direction. Then you gotta ask how many people have jumped off the bridge. How many? <laughs> come on, I'm just, I'm just saying. Come on, man. This, this conversation. You see what I'm saying? Don't give up, man. Don't listen to all this mess. Don't give up, man. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I'm saying. People don't want to give up. I'm saying, now you want to give up? Have God kept you through all this? Now you want to give up? Don't give up now. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you want to be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Afflictions. That's, you know, afflictions is issues. You might, might even call this, 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 this pandemic an affliction. But if you endure, everybody says, and do the Endure, endure. Endure means you got to stay fast, or stay steadfast. Go through it. Hang on. Be all right with it. You know, um, stay in prayer. Let your faith take over. Trust the Lord. Trust the Bible. Trust what the Word of God says. Stay faithful to the Word of God. He will never steal you wrong. He won't give you misinformation. He give you the best information. And CNN can't give you this kind of information. NBS, CBS, and ABC, and all EBF and all GA, HIJKR. <laughs> but do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Do you all know that you're evangelist in your own way? What is an evangelist? Somebody shares the good news. They go around and talk about the goodness of the Lord. Eventually, Lisa, she has a calling to be the evangelist like she is. Because she, she's, she, you know, everybody doesn't have that where they can meet somebody, say, you know, and say something, next thing you know, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. Who is the author of the faith? She's one that she's got that gift of calling where she can see people, you know, and talk up, strike a conversation, and share the word of God and not be ashamed of it. And even if they get rejected, she's, even if she gets rejected, she's not ashamed of it. So, see, but. You also evangelist, because I know some of you probably shared some. Let me tell you this. Let me say this. People, wait a minute. Okay, do that. People have people looking at you right now, seeing how the Lord, even though they might not tell you, because see, everybody said they for you ain't for you. Everybody said they happy for you ain't happy for you. Everybody said they want to see you do good, they want to see you do good. And a lot of times, them and some of you, they can be your homies, your your your, your girlfriends, and um, your best friends, and. The nine best friends. And you know, and sometimes even church folks. Hey. <laughs> but you know, people, but there's some people right now watching and they see the Lord working in your life. And and, and and they may not tell you, but you might affect you probably done affected so many people without you even knowing it. Without you even without even realizing that you probably changed somebody's life. 
You probably trusted you, you probably moved on somebody's life where they now where they was ready to give up, they're not ready to give up because they seen what God, what the Lord has been doing in your life. Now they might not come because sometimes pride and ego, what I call it you got out, will come and step in and won't have to come to you and ask you, hey, can you share with me how you make it through all this? That's a wonderful opportunity to say, hey, let me let me tell you about this. Uh, we started doing a true faith worship ministry. <laughs> but look at in all sincerity I get that plug in. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, all you can do is to share the testimony of your life, what God has done for you. Whether you belong to a church or not, in all seriousness. Well if you if you heard a word and you know what God has done for you, he'll do it for somebody else. Let your life be the be the testimony that people need to see. Let your life be the witness that people need to see. Even in your faith, you know, people are looking at you. They see you. They're watching you. People are watching you. You'll never know who's watching you. There's somebody right now wanting to give up, but they see what God is doing in your life and your faith life. Be mindful that, that of that at all times. Um, in the hand, many times through this. Okay. So, I don't want to get that. I'm jumping ahead of myself. But since we have it there, <laughs> uh, you know, Ecclesiastes 9 and 12 says this. I'm going to kind of go back and read it up there. Ecclesiastes 9, 9, verse 9, 11, 12 says this. And this is where, this is written by Solomon, one of the, was considered one of the most wisest men in the Bible. And he wrote this. He said, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. As you saw that that gentleman who run in that video, he wasn't the swiftest man out of all the group that was there. We don't know. A lot of times in marathons, there's hundreds of people that start, start out. But he finished the race. He said, the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. God is not asking you to be fast. He's not asking you to be strong. I don't care how much you work out. I don't care how much you can lift. And I'm reading, and how much you think. Because someone would say, well, I can bench press 400 pounds. But you can't bench press that the depression. You can't bench press that, you know, that anger. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I can lift 500 pounds, but you can't bench press that. You can't get that up off of Thank you, Lord, for giving that. <laughs> no, the bread to the wise and the riches to the understanding, no favor to the man of skill. By time and chance happen to them all. For man does not know his time, like fish taken in a cruel net, like birds caught in a snare. So the sons of men are snared in the evil time, in an evil time, which falls suddenly upon them. This pandemic thing came upon us suddenly. You know, you remember? Think about it. We just woke up one morning and all of a sudden, boom, there it is. I was talking to a, a brother the other night. He kind of reminded me about Living Color. Remember back in Living Color, Living Color was on? Uh, the, two, the two guys were selling them. They were, they were calling themselves movie producers. And they was going around and they was always selling their videos and they'd be talking. Yeah, you know, we're trying to put the producers this video, and he was talking, and he was da 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 da, and then bam, there it is. Then <laughs> <laughs> they hit the video, put the video. That's the way this thing hit us. It was boom, there it is. Next thing you know, we're told to stay at home. Next thing we know, we can't we can't socialize. Next thing you know, we, we got people dying, people in the hospital. Next thing we know, we're not hearing about the people making it through. We're not hearing about the people surviving. Not people hearing about the people that came off the, the ventilators. We're not hearing about the many people's death. So we're hearing one part of it, we're not hearing the other part of it. Bam, there it is. Bless you. 
So just like the four days, it begins all over again, as I was talking about the four seasons. I'm gonna try to hurt the rest through this because I said I'm gonna get you out of here. So give me two more hours and I'll be done. Mm -hmm. Seasons come, seasons go. <laughs> um, I don't want you to give up now, please. Don't give up now. You're just in the season of your life right now. Each and every one, you're just in the season of your life. And some seasons come with storms. Some seasons come with storms. Sometimes we got storms. Sometimes it's rain, um, hurricanes. You know, people lost many lives. It's a tsunami. It's a tsunami. Some seasons come with rain, wind. Some seasons come with the lowest, like the fall, with the trees. We through this season. Well, hey, I told them who did it, and they kind of smiled in my face next time. You need to call back people? What? You need to call the, uh, the... We got one to finish recording. Oh, okay. I mean, it's still recording. Yeah, but it's already recording. Oh, okay. He's Some seasons doing some seasons that we go through life will bear good fruit. Then there are seasons where we bear bad fruit. Ups and downs in life. When we go through situations. But remember, it's only a season. That's only a season. This too, what we're dealing with right now, shall pass. This is a season. Either it would make you stronger or it would make you give up. I don't know about y'all, but I'm pressing on towards the mark. I'm pressing on, I'm gonna finish the race. I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna run. If my, my father, my knees get skinny, you know, you that brother that was running, his knees were blood. He didn't tell how many times he done fell down. I can imagine, and it reminded me a little bit of Jesus, when Jesus went through everything. He didn't give up. And, and that man, his knees were bloody, but he kept pushing towards the mark. I can imagine if I was him, and I don't know, but he probably seen the finish line before him. He's seen, he seen that. He probably know nobody was from there, but he made it to the finish line. And you, you notice when he got there, he, he, he fell down. He was breathing all hard and everything. He looked up and saw the finish line. And he was, that's all he wanted to see. He didn't care about the crowd. He didn't care about that. But he appreciated the five or six people that was there to cheer him on. That's what we should be at the church as the body of Christ. Cheering people on. Telling them they can make it. Putting their hands together. Tell them, don't give up now. When they get to one, you say, now you want to give up? Don't give up now. You almost got to make now. Don't give up now. Keep moving forward. Don't give up now. You don't know how you going to do this. I don't give up now. See, we, people are lost. People are telling us to stay at home. And people are losing their job. How could... Uh, let me be careful how I say this. It's kind of hard for someone to be there, especially if you got children. If you got children. And how can you, and you turn and they hungry and they need something to eat and stuff. You got to go out and make sure that you do something. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not like people do things, everybody do things on purpose. Some people have to, they have a, they have a purpose. Even, you know what I mean? They have a purpose. They have a reason. They have the things that they got to, they got to do, you know. And then it's, you know, then you, 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 you we, you lose your job. You don't know how you pay your rent. The people who, 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 the landlords and the owners from, they don't care about nothing else. They want their money. 
They want their money. How you, what are you going to tell them? Well, I can't go out. I can't go to work. I can't do this, this, this. They don't care. They don't like it. I want my money. Now, some of them are doing something, but some, not most of them. I'm just trying to, just, uh, I'm just, just some of the things I hear, I, I, it just baffles me sometimes. How, how insensitive that sometimes when we make certain statements that we have to be careful and take into consideration other people and what they're going through. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's be more sensitive to other people's plights and situations. We don't know what nobody else is going through, what they have to deal with during this time. Amen. So anyway, and I'm almost finished here. So here's the, so, but here again, you know, so remember this is only season, but here's the thing about it. Any season that we go through, we can choose to stay in a season, certain season, or we can go ahead and go through and endure through a certain season. Amen. See, the Lord is saying, let the season pass. I got this. The summer is a season where the S-U-N shines. But in this life, you know, in the season of life, the S-O-N is your sunshine. Come on. And during this season, the S-O-N, the sunshine, Come on, when life seems good and the fruit begins to blossom, new seeds will begin to grow inside fruit. You ever see when you plant a seed and the fruit of apple tree or something, mm -hmm. you grow an apple, they'll season that, they, what they do, they take the seeds out of the apple, they replant it. That's what we are, we're, the, we're that fruit. There used to be a thing in school called Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed be walking around cutting Appleseed. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's easy to raise your hand and give Lord some praise when things are going good. But you know when the best praise is? That's when you're in a bad situation. Yes. Yeah. When you can't back up against the wall. When it looks like you want to give up, but you don't give up. Yes. That's the best. That's when you should raise your hand and give praise and say, Lord, I know you got me covered, Lord. I know that I'm going to make it through, Lord. I know, Lord, Lord, I'm not going to give up. When the enemy says, go ahead and give up now. He said, no, I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not going to give up now. Because God has been too good to me. Come on, Pastor. He's been the author and the finisher of my faith and yours. Always being ready to plant new seeds and fertile ground. But beware, there is an enemy lurking in the, in, in, in the, in the back. Oh, yes, it is. For every seed that you drop, he's going to buy it and pick it up. Pick it up. Mm -hmm. For every seed of hope that you get, he's going to try to steal it from you. For every seed of faith, he's there. He's going to pick it up yeah. and put it on there. For every seed that tells you to don't give up, he drops the seed up and give up. Come on now. There's an enemy lurking to snatch it up. He's always, he's a, sometimes he'd be that one whispering in your ear. He'd be that one posting things on Facebook and okay. Instagrams and all these things. And we got to be careful of the seeds that we allow to get into our minds. Yes. You know, I said that, and I'll say it again until we get it all. The biggest battle that we have to deal with is the battle for our minds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But family, I'm here to tell you today, I'm here to tell you with all sincerity, don't give up now. Come on now. Don't give up now. And the question is, I have for you, in this season, how are you embracing this season? Is this your season of praise? Is this your season of worship? Is this your season of giving up? Especially during a season where your faith is being tested. 
and it's being put to the endurance test. The endurance test. You know, when, when we used to run track and stuff, and believe it or not, I did run track. Um, I was the uh, one mile run, I just run a mile, one mile. And then that's when I was about to size two. They <laughs> 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 weighed two pounds. Oh, <laughs> but I was, I was able to get it. Kid. <laughs> you know, when you be running, your fro be blowing back. That's how fast oh, you run. That's how. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look back, and especially when somebody challenges you, that's when you get down here. So you know how you run, and then you break it down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get it. So this is what I'm saying. This is the season. We can't give up. This is an endurance run. Run for the finish line. Don't run. Press. Press forward to your goal, to the high calling yeah. what God has given you. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. Yeah. Sometimes we find out we find ourselves doing times of struggle. That you know, doing doing a time of struggle. We allow struggles. Uh, here we go. We sometimes we allow struggles to become identification. Come on now. You can you ever see somebody you can identify them by the struggle that they've been in, mm -hmm. by the struggle that they gave up on, yeah. by the struggle that they're dealing with right now. Mm -hmm. You can identify them. They, they, people let their struggles become their identification. You know, so some people, you know, you ever said somebody said, How are you doing? Well, I woke up this morning, stubbed my toe, I hit my head, I broke my nose, I hit the thing, I broke the sun, I hit a lot of rubbish. I said, Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so don't, but allow your struggle to become your training ground. Let it become your training ground. Don't give up. When you want to give up, don't give up now. Yeah. When you want to give up, don't give up now. Family, please don't allow the season of trials and, and overcoming with fear um, to a point that you're ready to give up. Even for those in the sound of my voice, that true faith worship ministry family online, don't let these trials overcome you with fear to a point where you're ready to give up now. Come on, don't give up. Keep, keep in mind, it's never over until the Lord says so. It's never over until the Lord says it over. So don't give up now. Never allow yourself to become attached to your pain or your fear or a moment of uncertainty, which is where a lot of us are in right now, a moment of uncertainty, yeah. uncertain outcome, uncertain when is this thing going to be over, uncertain when I'm going to get my next meal, uncertain yes. if I'm going to have a job, I'm going to lose it uncertain when I'm going to keep able to keep my car, uncertain, 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 uncertain. After so many uncertainties, you become uncertain. That's right. Dylan, when he took over the uh, Germany and stuff, and there's a saying that said, if you say something long enough, loud enough, continuing enough, people begin to believe. People begin to believe, and it becomes part of their belief, becomes part of their mindset that I'll never make it. I'm never worth nothing. I'm not worth a quarter. I'm, I can never do it. This thing is going to kill me. I'm not going to make it through this. I'll never get my home. I'll lose my home. I'll lose my car. I'll lose this. I'm going to lose that. I'm going to lose my health. I'm going to lose all this. lose my husband. I'm lose this. I'm Come on. What kind of God are you serving? How do you tell me I said, but I love the Lord? What? <laughs> Say what? What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Say I love in the same breath, give up on him. Till God said it's over. It's never over. Come on. As the song said, it ain't over till the Lord says it's over. That's right. Never allow yourself to come attached to your pain or your fear or the moment of uncertainty that you're ready to give up now. Come on. Because I'm here to tell you it's only temporary. It is only temporary. 
Because I believe in my heart that they already got it. If they got an answer to the solution, they're just ready to bring it out. Mm -hmm. nah, come on now. now. I got everybody that may not agree with me, but that's all right. Never attach yourself to your own understanding. Come on. Proverbs 3 said, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge the Lord in all his ways that he will direct your path. Yeah. So a lot of times we get caught up into our own understanding. We get caught up into our own wisdom. Yes. That uh, my mom used to say, you got enough brains you put into a temple. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of brains. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's when you, see, you, say you think you're smelling yourself. Yeah. But you're only yeah. smelling your upper lip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you know, the parents used to have some sayings. You'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you went behind the ear. You'd be back there. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Really? Uh, then, you know, you're talking about, boy, you got, still got confirmation milk on your breath. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, would you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Lead them to your own understanding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, when I'm here, I'm just, you know, because I'm here to share this with you. You'll be disappointed when you start leaning into yourself. And when you start leaning into your own self, you become a very small package. Yes. You become a very small package when you just lean into your own understanding, your own wisdom, your own all this. You just, you know, you become a very small package. Very small. You become that jack in the box. Because yes. you're so tied up. <laughs> I'm just bobbing all over the place. <laughs> That's what we do in life. <laughs> we, we, we. <laughs> I know. You know, I'm a visual person. <laughs> In case you didn't remember, I had to bring it back and remind me of what it was. <laughs> anyway, sometimes we get, we do something in our own we come in a very small package, we give it to our own wisdom and all these things, but I'm trying to tell you, don't give up. Then finally, instead of, instead of wanting to give up now, don't give up now. That's right. Look at the season as a time of opportunity. Opportunity to, to, to get into your word, opportunity to know the Lord better, okay. opportunity to deepen your relationship with the Lord, opportunity to be that example that is needed right now in this midst of darkness, opportunity to be that light that is needed right now. Because there's so many places where darkness is there. So sometimes we need to be that light that we need to be, that, that needs to be there. Even if you, no matter, you know, if you go online, share something that, that will put light in somebody's life. Do, do a video, do something. I don't care what it is, but be a light. Give somebody hope. Don't go in and talk about, well, another 6,000. No, tell my hand, God is still in control. We yes, make he it. Is. I'm here to give you hope right now. I'm here to say that you can make it. Don't give up now. Amen. Don't give up now. This is an opportunity to, act your, to activate your faith. Many people allow the situation, allow the faith, this 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 time of endurance, of trial and testing, to deactivate their faith. That's right. They have deactivated their faith. They didn't lose it. I said deactivate it. Yes. It is. It's not working like it should be working. Like right now, if I unplug it, if I if I, if I go ahead and switch off the lights, everything will go off. It's been deactivated. Yes. Everything will stop right then and there. This is a opportunity to, if your faith been deactivated, reactivate it. Activate it. Not your fear. Not your fear. When somebody says you can't make it, hey, build, build, build a bridge of faith and get over it. Come on now. Build a bridge of faith. If somebody says you can't do it, build, build a bridge of confidence and say, I'm already going to make it. Build that bridge. Don't let, don't let, don't let them drown you. Come on. Don't let them drown you. Don't let them tell you that you need to give up. Begin to speak out your expectations in your prayer life. Speak to the Lord. Talk to him. Tell him what you want. Call them up, tell them what you want. We used to sing the song. Amen. Call them up, 
Call him up. Tell him what you want. Yes. Call him up. Dial him up. You can't text him. That's right. <laughs> you can't email him. You can't Instagram him. And you can't Facebook him. You got to speak to him. Yes. You got to open up your mouth. You got to say something. And how many of you, now, please don't nobody answer this because if you don't, I'm going to look at you. How many of you have texted the Lord and he texts you back? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're good. If somebody would say, we're going to lay some hands, we're going to pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found, I yet to find his Facebook page. And Instagram. But he is in us. And as I begin to close out here, uh, anyway, <laughs> I tell you, God is good all the time. Begin to speak out your expectation in prayer by faith. Securing the knowledge that the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. He's in total control. He's not in half control. He's in total control. So now, if you want to give up, I'm here to tell you, don't give up now. Finish the race called life. Yes. It doesn't matter if you finish first or last. Just finish the race. And I'm going to close with this scripture right here. Race to the finish. This is life. Race to the finish. Race to the finish.